0: ho-ho holiday spectacular oh
1: my god this is our christmas episode i wish i had a oh we kind of do have a christmas we have one christmas question
0: <laughs> it's not a christmas question <laughs>
1: okay is it morally corrupt of me to want to fuck santa <laughs> would you actually fuck santa i would fuck a variation of santa like i would fuck I I um would too. like would a, a bad santa billy bob thornton okay ask santa Uh, not Tim Allen. I would fuck, um, there's a new, uh, ridiculous Santa movie with Hopper from Stranger Things. I would not fuck him. I would.
0: You won't fuck Tim Allen, but you'll fuck Hopper? Yes. Absolutely not. There's something about him.
1: I don't know. (laughs) I love it. And he's in a movie where he's like an evil Santa or something. Yeah. Let's watch it. It's called Violent Night. (laughs) Oh, are you making this up? No. I've seen billboards all over LA. Violent Night? Yeah.
0: Okay, well, we need to watch it that. It seems kind of hot. I don't know. <laughs>
1: uh, this is our last Q&A of the year. <gasps>
0: Great way to round out 2022.
1: I agree. It's like our third or fourth one. We get amazing questions every time. And uh, this is going to be no different. I'm really excited. I'm absolutely thrilled. Let's just jump right in. Okay. First question. I'm a mostly straight man. And I like butt stuff. I know, I know. I'm not gay. It's normal. And it's common. Blah, blah, blah. My problem is more telling girls. Not everyone is super sex positive and I've definitely noticed a turn off when telling girls my age as I'm only in my mid-twenties. Mmm. Okay. Is there a point in your life, I know it's not now, but is there a point in your life where you would have been turned off by it? No. I think, I should maybe, say, maybe surprised. I don't know if I would have been turned off by it, but... I'm not I would have been apprehensive to try it
0: because I think I would have felt like oh this is so out of my element yeah I wouldn't be turned off I would be more surprised yeah me too and just like not expect it maybe
1: I also don't know where this person lives but I usually bring this up with questions because my initial answer is usually based on the fact that like we live in Los Angeles yeah and also like the nature of my job it's like my initial instinct is like this isn't a big deal and like if those girls don't like it fuck them but like if you live in some small college town in the Midwest, like, yeah, of course you're gonna get that response because- I know,
0: this is a hard one because it it is true. Like, how do you maneuver this without feeling like you're gonna be shamed? Exactly.
1: It's really tough. And unfortunately, in a lot of places in America and the world, I think there's still a big correlation with like butt stuff and being gay. And we never really think about that because we are
0: so privileged and we live in such a bubble.
1: Yeah, it's like definitely a sort of like a- an echo chamber here. Um, I'm going to let you take this one. I almost think I'm putting myself in like a slightly younger me. Yeah. Like 24. And I think it would almost be easier for me to kind of just like go with the flow. Yeah. Versus it being like some sort of like sit down conversation conversation, three dates in. And I almost feel like I'd be more likely to be okay with it and more comfortable with it. If we were already dating for a bit, like, It might have jarred me more on a third date than like a guy I was already seeing for like three, four months and I was maybe falling for and I'd already had sex with a few times and they're like, hey, by the way, like our sex is great, but I also like this. There's a part of me that feels like that's kind of a manipulative answer, though.
0: Well, I'm I'm no better because I was about to say let's be tipsy for it. (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: like it's like, you know, I don't know. There's like this like weird medium of like. You know, you want to be upfront about everything right away. But this isn't isn't something that I think is so crazy. No, no, no. That it feels like that bad to like keep, not keep it a secret. But like I think maybe letting someone get comfortable with you. Because we're talking about this. Okay, let's say for argument's sake, these girls are in the same boat as us. Where they're not turned off by it. But it's a little bit jarring. It's a little maybe intimidating. Yes. It'd be... I'd be more comfortable with it with someone I've already had sex with a few times or
0: seen than you like sitting me down at like Outback on our third date. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. You shouldn't make it a big deal because at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. And if you make it that, they're going to get in their heads about it. Yeah. We've talked about this on the podcast before. Like you have to put out the energy
1: you want to receive.
0: Yes. So I just think like, doing it very like casually yeah is the way to go I completely agree and I think either in the moment it doesn't have to be like during actual
1: penetrative no, sex yeah. but like maybe during some foreplay or maybe I wish this was sponsored it's not um but like uh what's it called we're not really strangers it's a very popular yeah. card game that basically helps like break down barriers and it's essentially like a you know 21 questions but it gets very very deep and very emotional they just came out with a sex version I of course immediately bought it. And that could be a fun way to kind of be like, you know what? I'm actually kind of into this. Yeah. Also, I didn't know I was into butt stuff with guys until I had a partner that was into it. And I actually love it. Yeah. I'm a pegger. We've talked about this in the podcast a lot, but I'm like a bona fide pegger. <laughs> and honestly, I love to eat ass. And I didn't know that yeah. until a guy asked me to do it. Like I wasn't just like had flipping it. Okay, guys so, over. So
0: how did he how did he bring it up?
1: you know what? This is the terrible answer, but it's the truth. Who's blackout drunk and we were a year into dating. Exactly. <laughs>
0: but, but that's but that's what I think. Like, being tipsy, like, sorry, don't shun me for this, but like, it does bring down this like comfortability. If you both drink. Yeah. Yes. For sure. So, I mean, I think that that's really good. I think that then you both feel comfortable and you can be a little bit like messy and silly with it. Completely. Because that's what happened with this person. It was like I was the first person
1: that they'd ever done that with. And I think it helps that I'm like a very, you know, sex positive person. But we'd also been dating for a really long time and we had already had a lot of sex and we were like drinking one night. Like it was like a date where we just like got a little too tipsy. You know what I mean? And then it was kind of, I think, a good way for him to like ease into it with me. And it ended up being great and super fun. Um we ended up actually going like very drunk to a sex store and literally like bought a strap on. Wait, I didn't know this. It's so funny. Um we were at El Torito. Shout out El Torito. (laughs) The place to
0: get drunk. And there's
1: a sex shop like right next to El Torito on Ventura.
0: If you are not getting drunk at El Torito Drunk
1: at El Torito and then walking down the street on Ventura to buy a strap on.
0: So good. (sighs)
1: LA, LA, baby. We've
0: gotten drunk at El Torito.
1: It's the best place to do it. It's the best place. Uh, So yeah, I think there are a lot of options, but I definitely think in this case, it's okay to kind of like lean on liquid courage, lean on liquid courage, lean on the fact that sometimes it's easier to like try something crazy in the moment. Like I feel like a lot of times, even with me and stuff I want to try, I'm more open to like out if we're having like a really passionate sexual time my brain will just be like try this yeah you know what i mean and yeah. i'll do something and it's almost <laughs> easier to just do it in that really heated hot, heavy horny moment yeah so like maybe you know find someone first that you like in every other way and that seems like they would be open you and know you feel comfortable and with. They you feel comfortable with i think you can kind of tell when someone's Obviously, you can't tell how someone's going to react to, like, specific kinks. But you can kind of, you kind of know when someone's, like, down to clown or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know when someone's, like, maybe open to something they haven't tried versus somebody who's, like, super vanilla. And, you know, maybe find someone that feels a little bit more open-minded and get to know them and get comfortable with them. And then maybe bridge that conversation. Agreed. Uh, Maybe also try dating a little older. Oh,
0: I don't okay. think you need to date crazy older. Yeah. But for
1: me, personally, there is a big that's actually true emotional
0: difference between like 23 and 28 like a huge Dude, emotional difference it's crazy nobody ever talks about that yeah like who i was at 23 would literally laugh at who i am now yeah absolutely b- because of how different we are
1: i am i am so much more mature and open minded. It's such a
0: small gap of time. Too. Yes.
1: That's like, I feel like it's the most you mature is yes. like your 20s. I'm a different person every year. Yeah. Versus like in my 30s, I'm, I don't even change too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, yeah. So I think maybe also, you know, if you're, I don't know how old you are, I said mid 20s, let's say like you're exactly 25. For a 28 year old. 28 could be a huge difference. Maybe up the age a little on your dating app, see, and they see don't, how that goes. And they
0: don't look different.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I get carded for NyQuil. So. <laughs> Um, first kiss tips. Oh, uh, I can get dates pretty well. Everything seems great. But I have awful first kiss anxiety. Do I ask first? Is that lame? Is my going in kissing face ugly like TikTok says? Which is really funny to me because I've been seeing a lot of those TikToks. Really? I freeze up and either get awkward or just don't do it. And then they don't think I'm interested. Yeah, there's this really funny thing going around right now on TikTok. And it's hilarious. I will say I've like laughed out loud. But I can also see why it would be harder for a younger man to see this. Where essentially it's like girls making fun of like that really kind of like goofy face guys make right when they're going in. Yeah, they like into their mouth kind of it's a jar. An ick. it is it's an ick but i can see like a young man who has first yeah. date first kiss anxiety would be like fuck now i have to also worry about the fact that i'm gonna give them the ick
0: i think if you want to kiss you should kiss i'm a i'm very masculine in that energy yeah. when it comes to kissing i've had people in my life that like i know they want to kiss me and yes. they don't yes there's nothing more annoying there's yeah. nothing more annoying because i'm like we both know Yes. Yeah going to happen. Well, I think that's the thing too is I think
1: there's a lot of like discourse right now around like being a confident straight man who kind of, you know, knows the situation well enough to take, you know, advantage of the situation and this situa- this like feeling of being like, "Oh, I am worried I'm going to cross a line, cross a boundary, make someone uncomfortable and kind of finding that middle ground of like, do I ask permission or is that lame?" I think overall the sentiment is like In more sexual situations, for sure, ask permission. Yes. I think if you are not mature enough to be able to read a situation and know for a fact without asking that they want to be kissed, maybe you're not old enough to be dating.
0: Yeah, I feel like, I I was about to say, there's like a certain energy when you're about to kiss somebody. You know.
1: Yeah, you You know. know. So yeah, so I think that you need to be able to read that energy. And if you can read the situation and it seems pretty obvious that they're into the date that they want to kiss and you still have anxiety, I think just reminding yourself, like, I am mature. I am smart. I've done this enough. This is very obvious. Like, they want to kiss. Yeah. Um. And to be honest, in situations where I haven't, I just don't. Yeah. Like I don't put that energy out. I will very obviously like not put myself in a situation where our faces are close versus when I do want to kiss, I will. Yeah. I'll like lean over or I'll, you know, take something off your cheek, whatever it is. We we know what we're doing. It's like if they're putting their face near your face, if they're not like turning away, if you know if I they're lingering, like know. if they're lingering like at a door. Know.
0: There are a lot of very obvious signs when somebody wants a first date kiss. But I think if it's anxiety, just i i also do think that that's a little endearing too to be a little anxious about it and you can tell like women can always tell so i feel like just do it at the end of the day you need to get out of your head and just kiss that person yeah
1: completely and also if it's like there's it's very gross when a guy like wants to like shove his tongue down your throat. Yes. It's very gross when a guy is too pushy sexually or about like coming up to his apartment. But for a kiss, to be honest, even when I don't... Maybe didn't have the best first date, maybe not super into you, a kiss isn't a big deal to me personally. I agree. You know what I mean? I'm not... If a guy goes in for a little peck on the lips at the kissing end of the day. Kissing is kind of like hugging to me. Yeah, it's not the biggest of a deal. And and if a woman, I think, it, if it is a big deal to her, she'll make it very clear that she isn't, isn't interested in kissing you.
0: Yeah, I feel like maybe you need to practice more on, like, reading the room as opposed to, like, yeah. how to pull that first step.
1: Completely. But I think overall, like, the sentiment is, like, go for it um i would never say this about any other like sexual situation and i'd be like very you know proceed with caution be very slow ask a lot of questions for a peck on the lips i think that you can kind of just go for it
0: and that's the thing too like don't go for it like a super strong kiss either like you know read the room as as after you peck read the room absolutely because even with a guy i really like and i want to make out
1: with when i get like a nice romantic peck it's it's, not, it's nice yeah. I don't mind it I'm not like oh, I wish he shoved his tongue down yeah. my throat you know what exactly. I mean a, a pack you can't go wrong with is, a pack you can't go wrong with a pack it's safe yes it's safe it's safe even if they don't like it and the worst 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 case scenario they pull away or they turn their cheek and that means that they probably maybe weren't feeling it and then you both move on with And your that's life. okay and nobody else in the world knows except you two and you're probably not going to see them ever again anyway and now you know exactly okay next question I was chatting with a girl on a dating app, flirting, making jokes, etc. It was going great, or at least I thought it was, and then she randomly blocked me. What do I do? I found her on Instagram, but I haven't reached out. I need to know what I did wrong.
0: I don't think you did anything wrong. I don't think you did anything wrong. Maybe another suitor came into her life. But
1: two, I'm gonna say, well, I have a few points, but one point I'm gonna say, first of all, do not, under any circumstances. (laughs) message this girl on Instagram. <laughs> I wish that I could like w- put this on the signs and put them all over the city. Like if yeah. somebody makes it clear that they don't want to talk to you, don't push that boundary. It sucks to get a random block. To I request- find out that people blocked me who I've never met in my life and I'm offended. I'm like, what did I, am I that annoying? Like, am I that awful? So when you already think you have like a connection with someone and you get blocked, I know how awful that feels. Don't, don't
0: push it. Yeah, because... Honestly, it's more embarrassing for her to get that that one message request, and it's you asking what you did. Yeah, it's cut your losses. This person obviously fingers on like this person obviously is not really good at communication, and yes. that's why they blocked you. And I think that if anything, like you just need to you just need to move on, dude. Completely, and it's very possible that you didn't do anything objectively
1: wrong, but everybody has their own shit and their own trauma and their own... Also, what if an ex came back? What if anything? Exactly. And and it's possible you did say something that they didn't like, but if you did and it's not glaringly obvious, it's possible that it just wasn't a right fit. You said something that really bothered them and if you don't even know what that is, you guys probably weren't a right fit anyway. You know what I mean? Like cut your losses cut your losses yeah absolutely. And just move on i completely agree do not message them do not. it's such a bad look they're gonna make a TikTok You'll Have that about connection it with
0: somebody else yeah it's,
1: it's they're gonna make fun of you with their friends they're gonna call you a stalker it's just like it's the worst thing you can do that's if actually somebody, so sad it is but i've seen the TikToks, and i'm honestly on the, on the woman's side if I somebody know. blocks you on a dating app don't find their instagram and message yeah. them they've made it very clear it's awkward for both, both you. of you i understand neat wanting an answer but you know what this is life and you're sometimes, not always going to get answers. Yeah.
0: Sometimes some questions don't have answers and you have to be okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. And like you
1: said, it's so layered with dating apps. Sometimes people are like sneaky on dating apps, you know, and then yeah, they're, they're on are a like, break with a partner yeah. and they get back together. Like you said, an ex comes back. There are like a billion reasons why this could have happened. Don't do it. E- don't do it. Don't put the fucking phone Walk down. them on Instagram. Maybe it'll make you feel better. <laughs> My partner just came out as non-binary. This is completely fine with me. The problem is I'm taking them to meet my parents next week for Christmas. This was planned well in advance of them coming out. My worry is that my parents are Hispanic and from a different generation. (laughs) I was about to say. (laughs) And I don't know that they will understand or respect my partner's pronouns. I'm trying not to
0: upset anyone here and keep the peace. Okay. I was going to ask what their background is. Yeah. Because I do think that there's a difference sometimes. Absolutely. And we both
1: understand yes. sometimes how stubborn hispanic parents can be
0: i think we obviously mention it we say hey this person wants like their pronouns are they them you need to you, you just need to respect that like yeah. there's no there's no if and or buts yeah listen some people will fuck up maybe for the first like 10 minutes or yeah. something we'll we'll we're fine with that we'll allow that yeah like Hispanics are a different fucking breed, especially older Hispanics. Yes, but at one point you have to stand up for your partner if they're being talked to in a way that they don't want to be, like addressed completely. You know? and, yeah, and I think in those situations you need to lay down the law and be like, "Hey, I just said this." Yeah, you need to you need to have your partner's back during those times, completely. especially with Hispanics. Hispanics are very stubborn. Yeah,
1: and I think too. Listen, this is a hard, I think we can give pretty good advice, but I, this is a hard question to answer because at the end of the day, Gabby and I are both cisgendered. Yes. You know, and we both have not dated, dated someone non, non-binary. And so I think this is a conversation. Ugh, I wish that I had someone here that I, I wish I could do like a call-in. You know. But I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like at the end of the day, I love my family. You really love your family. Yeah. But there is an understanding that once you've decided on your forever partner, that they kind of become a priority. And that doesn't mean that your family takes a back burner, that doesn't mean if like your partner does somebody disrespect your family, that you're gonna take their side. Of course. But you choose that person as your life partner. And if it's, this is somebody that you really care about and you care about their comfortability and their feelings, it's worth pissing off your family a little, especially in this situation when they're in the wrong. And by in the wrong, I don't mean they're bad. You know, I don't mean that they're, you know homophobic or evil or have some kind of problem but it is at the end of the day hard i think for older especially hispanic families to adapt to change any change whatsoever and i think especially something like that especially if your partner looks more masculine or feminine and they're so used to addressing them one way it's going to be a learning process so i think having a little bit of patience with your family yeah in the sense that it is absolutely not going to be an overnight thing. I can pretty much guarantee you you're not going to have this conversation and they're going to refer to your partner as they for the rest of their lives. That's just, it's It's, not going to happen. It's
0: new to both parties. And I think having like the patience for both parties and being very honest about what is expected with with that patience though too. Completely. And I think too,
1: there are some people who are non-binary who don't even want it brought up yeah So maybe talk to them too and be like hey is this a conversation you want me to have with my family or you know are you okay with them referring to you this way for the week that we're home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because some people are different. You know what I mean? Some people yeah. are, would rather almost just want like, they, exactly, they don't want the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And that's a completely fair answer. So I think first having a conversation with your partner about like expectations. And if they do, you know, want you to kind of stick up for them, that's totally fair. But I think like you said, kind of being like, listen, I'm going to do- absolutely do that. And they will come around, but this isn't going to be an overnight thing. Yeah. And I think there just needs to be a lot of patience to, from every party in the situation sides, yeah for, for sure. sure so yeah
0: and Dang. good luck Hispanics are stubborn though they are they're so Shit. stubborn oh
1: my god okay <laughs> this is such a funny question my boyfriend's penis is too big as much as porn would like to make people think this is a dream it's not it hurts and it makes it hard to switch up positions and i don't love it what can we do to work around this <laughs>
0: Oh no. No, I feel so bad. <laughs> oh, I wish I knew how long they've been together. Let's guess. Let's say a year. Yeah, I was going to say less than a year yeah. for sure. Damn. It's too big. I now I want to know how big it is. Send in a photo. <laughs> Send a photo of your boyfriend's <laughs> dick. Um I mean, what can they do?
1: So, here's my problem. I'm jealous no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> I actually I'm gonna be honest I'm in the same boat I actually don't like a large penis I don't either I I love and I I get like flack for saying people think I'm joking I'm not I love an, an average size penis Bro,
0: there is nothing better than an
1: average size dick there's not I don't want it too big and this isn't me trying to be like you know braggy or anything but I have a t- I have a tiny little tight vagina <laughs> I have a gorgeous tiny little uh tight, no um I'm I'm naturally very small and so obviously my you know i i feel like my vagina is specifically like very small and i have a hard time even sometimes with average size penises and i think i especially too have like a very like my cervix doesn't go that far back like it's like it gets it, it yeah i can i can tell when it gets hit and it doesn't take that much so i wouldn't be able to handle a large penis to be honest um and so I understand your pain That's so tough though because he can't do anything about it. I know. It kind of is exactly the same as having a problem with your boyfriend having a too small penis. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's just sometimes the puzzle pieces don't fit. But physically, I can give you some advice. The first of which is lots of foreplay. Lots. Like a lot of foreplay. Unfortunately, if his penis is too big you're never going to be able to have that kind of sex where you just like rip each other's clothes off and he shoves it in. It's yeah. never going to happen. I was about to say, go slow too. Take it slow. Understand that you're going to need a lot of foreplay. And you know what? I love a lot of foreplay. Foreplay I'm like, is so slept on. I, like if a sexual situation is 40 minutes, honestly, I want like 25 to 30 minutes of foreplay and 10 minutes of penetrative yes. sex. Yes. To be honest. That's yes. like my dream. I agree. So I think leaning into foreplay is really important. On that note, for me personally... It's very important for me to orgasm first. Okay. I always orgasm first before we do the penetrative sex, like from
0: foreplay. Yes.
1: While it's just like nice to get an extra one in there, it also gets me like very, very prepped. You know what I mean? It's like then you're really open, you're really wet. So a lot of foreplay, um, orgasm first before he tries to put it in. Um, another Ouch. thing I would say, if <laughs> you thinking about it, yeah. like tensing up. Ouch. Yeah. Um, A lot of people, I've noticed this more with like ass play, but it's essentially the same thing. You can train your holds to be able to take bigger things. That's like how people who do ass play can eventually like get, have a fist up there. You know what I mean? But some people can't take a pinky. Yeah. It's training. And so you can do that with your vagina as well. You can start off with like a small vibrator and then move up to like a dildo and kind of almost like, russian nest egg it until you get bigger and bigger and i didn't even know that yeah eventually you might be able to take it a little bit more um the last thing i would say is lube is your best friend lube is kind of slept on for our generation i feel like lube was like a big like 70s 80s 90s thing agreed most people our age i know don't like necessarily always have lube on hand yeah i do because uh i've done like ass stuff Mm -hmm. and also because i just think it's like nice to have and i have specific ones that have like which i would recommend have like cbd in them or infused with thc if you live in a you know a state that is like that and it helps a lot because the same way that it does when you smoke it it relaxes your nerves so a lot of times it can make penetration whether that's anally or vaginally a lot easier oh wow um so maybe invest in like a really good lube foria specifically is another sponsor i wish i had but it's not but it's a brand that makes really really high quality amazing uh like hypoallergenic lubes that are like cbd and thc infused that's cool um so things like that i think are important you know what at the end of the day sex isn't easy for a lot of people yeah whether it's because you have pain or discomfort naturally, or somebody has erectile dysfunction, or sometimes the puzzle penis is doesn't too fit. big. Sometimes the puzzle doesn't fit. And sometimes it's not as easy as like the media would like you to think it is. And that's okay. It's okay for sex to be something that you kind of have to like figure out and workshop yeah. and navigate together. And I don't think that makes your relationship any less than, to be honest. I agree. Practice makes perfect. Exact yes. Practice makes perfect. I was recently going through my boyfriend's things. I'll be honest. 60% a sneaky way, 40% in a just trying to clean up way. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I've been here <laughs> where I'm like cleaning up, but like, you know, yeah. if I happen to f- stumble upon something, <laughs> it was very, you know, yeah. it was very casual. Um, I found a love letter to his ex. It was dated and it was not while we were dating, but it was very, very emotional, very romantic, very heartfelt. To his ex. Yes. Okay. I'm not sure the story of why he never sent it or if he gave it to her in person. My issue is more that I've never received anything like this. The language is so romantic, it kind of broke my heart because he's never talked to me that way.
0: Bitch, there's a Hispanic saying that says, Los que buscan encuentran, which means those who look will find. <laughs> those who look will find. <laughs> oh, damn, that is so real. <sighs> Okay, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. So first off, don't ever compare yourself to an ex. You're yeah. gonna fucking go through such a rabbit hole completely. We've all been there. Yes, like that's that's your first thing, yeah. He's with you for a reason. Yes. And also he didn't send it for a reason. That's true. like that that never was got to her. yeah. Maybe sometimes people just need to write shit out too. And just like store it. I've done that so many times. Yes, yeah,
1: absolutely. That's what
0: diaries are for. Journals, you yeah. know, all that stuff. So first off, don't judge them too harshly. Yeah, I agree. Because Unfortunately, I get why you would want to. Of course. The um, jealousy gets in there. You know, you yeah. compare. Like, of course. You also
1: want answers. Yes. But unfortunately, when you're snooping, unless you find something where they've done something wrong... You have to accept that you're not always going to get answers because you can't
0: just be like, "Hey, I read your diary. I have some questions." You
1: know what I mean? Also, follow up questions. It's so
0: tough because, and I'm guilty of this too. It's hard to imagine your partner's life before you. Sometimes I hate that. I yeah. like to think that they were just born the moment I walked in the door, <laughs> and and that's just not like a realistic thing. And it sucks. Yeah. It fucking sucks. But you have to you have to kind of take the L on this one, especially
1: as we get older.
0: It's not. It's like. People who's like are each other's first love, that's like so
1: sick for you, but like also fuck off. Like, fuck you. It's at the end of the day, as we get older and we date older, we have to realize that like they have loved before us, they have had big loves before us, they have had loves that have changed them as people. Yeah, even people that they thought were their soulmates or whatever. And yeah, of course, that sucks, but it's just the reality in terms of you getting that language. I'm guessing here, but my, my, my thought is if it's a love letter to an ex that they didn't send, my thought is that either it was written after they broke up or it was written toward the end of the relationship.
0: But also I have loved people differently. I have loved past partners differently than I love Ryan. That's fair. And show love. Yeah. In that way. Well, but I also
1: think you tend to romanticize things at the end of a relationship yeah. but once you're out of it. For sure. And I feel like the most heartfelt I've ever been has been in like really shitty times. You know what I mean? I agree. And so it's like if everything's just going really smoothly, unfortunately, sometimes especially like men will be like, well, I don't need to show up in that yep. way because things are really chill and great. Yeah. And I hate, I hate that. Yeah. It's like I want that like passionate love. But I think a lot of times it's hard for guys to be like, we have had like a month straight of no fighting. Things are great. We're like sitting on the like, couch watching TV. This is the time to like profess my love. Men love waiting. calm. Yes. They love calm. They revel in calm. And they don't want to rock the boat in a good or a bad way.
0: And I think women, admit, not to generalize, but we're just more passionate. Completely. We just show up in that way a lot more. Yeah. And when things are quiet, sometimes, you know, we think, oh, this is kind of boring or like, Oh, like we're not going out as much. And exactly. Stuff. It goes
1: back to my last uh solo episode on like object yeah. permanence. Yeah. It's like we think that if we're not being getting like some big, huge you know, grand gesture, some show, some love letter, that the love isn't there. Yeah. When in reality, what I'm guessing is happening here is your boyfriend's just really comfortable.
0: Yep. I was about to say, like, and that's that's better than any love letter in
1: my opinion. I completely agree. Again, it's like I've written love letters to partners where it was like really toxic and intense and I wrote a whole poetry book about a guy. Exactly. A guy that honestly was not right for you and yeah. wasn't treating you yeah. well. Versus it's like things are easy with you and Ryan. Yeah you know what I mean it's not that he doesn't get that love but it's just different. Definitely. Especially when you're younger. It's like you're I'm so, I was so God, I was so I was so passionate when I was younger. Me too. It was like, oh <laughs> my God. The like world, you know, the sun sh- like shined out of my partner's ass. Versus now it's like he's just another person. Yeah. So I don't think I know this is not, you know, it's not easy to do, but You're going to have to kind of just swallow this one. You are. And honestly, stop looking. Yeah, absolutely stop Stop, looking. You're going to find something. You will always find something, especially I've noticed men like don't throw anything away. They just don't think about it. And it's like it's not like when I have a breakup I literally do this insane thing where I open my iPhotos photos on my MacBook and I, I buy a USB at Best Buy and I go through all of the photos from the day that we met and I kind of like mourn it and then I delete them off
0: my phone and computer but I put them on a USB. We've talked that's about like this before It's very intense It's
1: like a very intense thing to do but,
0: but that's your way of cleansing Like women cleanse right away Yes As opposed to men who don't Right exactly And I feel like a lot of times Because men take
1: a while to cleanse They sometimes just forget it exists And I then agree. It, it ends up in a memory box And they, it's not like he's like You know going in the middle of the night While you're asleep And like reading this letter exactly. And sobbing Like he honestly probably forgot it exists He probably doesn't yeah. remember writing it they will probably laugh about it Exactly So unfortunately I don't think you can bring it up You can't um, Yeah unless you can't. Unless you're gonna Unless you want to accept the fact that you're gonna have to like give him an apology for snooping.
0: Yeah, which dude. is going to feel
1: tough because, you know, apologizing for finding a love letter to his ex is not going to be fun. Or you accept that, you know, this happened and you lick your wounds for the day and he'll wonder why you're upset and you'll say lie and say it's about work and just move the fuck on. Yeah,
0: you have to accept that like he did nothing wrong here. Yeah, he
1: really did. <laughs> Even though unfortunately, it sucks. Yeah. It's one of those situations where like it sucks and you want to be mad at him, but he really didn't do anything wrong. Yeah,
0: he just loves you and is comfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've been in this situation with multiple relationships and as I get older, I, I react less yeah um and
0: uh, it's more fun to have a big reaction but it's not very good for the relationship i agree i think that sometimes in the past i've maybe let go of men that were too comfortable because i was like where's the passion yeah like what's going completely. on completely and uh, and i'd make
1: that passion if yeah it didn't exist. i'd be
0: like we have to fight about something a thousand percent i'm i'm such a fighter like yeah. i like i was such a fighter you know it's but you but you just think that that's what passion should look like yeah
1: it's not it's not you guys sound actually pretty healthy from you know you know from the little we know stop looking
0: through his shit and just go out or something yeah make him go make him take you out to dinner be like
1: i need a date night yeah don't ask why i just need a date night yeah (laughs) heal and you know what happy freaking holidays
0: happy holidays (laughs) let's ring in
1: the new year baby no more snooping (laughs) accepting butt stuff we're living large in 2023 Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this last Q&A of the season. Um, I sure did. That was a really fun one. There was a lot of different questions in that. Um, Please leave the show a good review if you like it. And uh, I don't know if this is the last episode of the season. So I'm not going to say have a good holiday. But um, I am happy holidays. You know what? It's the last episode with Gabby. So she can say it.
0: Happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho,
1: ho. Okay. (laughs) We have to go.
0: Bye. (laughs)